Okay, go. Hi, this is Sadine Gaffrey. So you want to be that girl? Why? <laughs> Hello everyone, it's been a while. Um, I missed all of you. At the beginning, that was my dad. He was trying to be the host of this podcast because he thinks he can do it better than me. And you know what? He probably could. Anyway, I love you guys and I missed you so much. Um, I'm sorry for not posting last week. My dog was sick and there was like a lot going on. But you know what? We're here, we're better than ever, and I'm ready to get back into it. So let's just pretend that last week didn't happen. Um, anyway, I hope you all had an amazing Thanksgiving if you celebrate. I know it was like two weeks ago, but still, I hope it was fun. Hopefully, you ate what you wanted and you savored every bite. And hopefully, you found something to be grateful for, whether it's your body, your health, your support system, your talents, whatever. Um, for me, I know that I am so beyond grateful for every single one of you. I've had some listeners DM me from all over the world to tell me how much they appreciate the podcast. I've had people comment, leave amazing and sweet reviews, post their podcast or post the podcast on their social media and so much more. We've actually been listened to in 49 of the 50 US states and in 82 countries. We have 16 five-star reviews and four written reviews in the Apple podcast store, each of which I've read, saved, and cried over. I just, I can't verbally express how thankful I am for you guys. I I almost let this idea, like, go away. I really considered ignoring it out of the fear of being judged or failing or just disappointing myself, but I got over it, I pursued, and I just, I really didn't expect the amount of support that I've received. Um, it's incredible to me. I actually, I don't want to say their name because I didn't ask for permission to say their name. But I had one bestie from Germany DM me and like send me these really sweet voice recordings and I was stunned about how much they appreciated the podcast. It was just the most incredible thing. Um, thank you so much. Thank you. It, like ugh, I wanted to cry. It was so sweet. Anyway, um, I'm just so thankful for you guys. So thank you all for everything you've done and for listening and I love, love, love you. Okay, so going back to the episode, today's episode was chosen by you guys on the So You Want To Be That Girl's Instagram page. You all had four options, and after voting and all that fun stuff, one came out victorious, and that's why today's episode will be all about that girl's morning routine. I'm super excited to share this with you. It is a bit long. My outline is like 20 pages. I'm not even exaggerating, but... It's full of a lot of information that I hope you'll find helpful. Hopefully, you can incorporate some stuff into your morning routine. Maybe make it more solid. Uh, just enjoy your morning a little bit more. So, yeah, hopefully you enjoy this episode. But before we get into it, let's take a minute to hear from our sponsor. Okay, and we're back. So, let's start off by talking about social media's portrayal of that girl's morning routine. So you've definitely seen these social media videos, whether it's on TikTok, YouTube, or Instagram, 
of that girl's morning routine and I feel like the whole premise of being that girl even started off from the morning routines shown so in these routines there's this beautiful girl that's starting off her morning on a very healthy note doing very productive things you know so typically she'll wake up quite early and I don't mean like 9 a.m I mean like ranging from 5 a.m to 8 a.m I've even seen one doing like 4 a.m but that's that's a bit crazy anyway She also seems to have a very quiet and peaceful morning where she's pretty much all alone besides like her cat or her dog maybe, I don't know. And she'll do very basic things like hydrating with a glass of water, eating a balanced breakfast, having a coffee or tea, showering, skincare, brushing her teeth, getting dressed, you know, the usual, nothing too crazy. But What makes that girl's morning routine different from the average Joe is the self-care that she incorporates into it. So in these videos, on top of the usual thing she does, that girl takes her routine just a step further, you know? So she'll add lemon or chlorophyll to her water. She'll work out in the mornings. She'll meditate for internal balance. Maybe she'll journal to document her thoughts and emotions. She'll listen to a self-help podcast, practice a hobby, reads a chapter of a book, and does all of this before her day even begins. So it's a lot. You know, her morning routine is quite intense, but that's just how it is. And we all kind of want that. You know, that's why you're here. We all kind of crave that self-help approach to our mornings. So personally, I have a love and a hate for the morning routines posted. Let's start off with why I dislike it. So for me, the morning routine seemed to be a bit too long to be practical for some people. I mean, for one, I saw a video of a girl crocheting an entire granny square, completing a 30-minute yoga sequence, making a full breakfast spread, then reading three chapters in her spirituality book all before her 8 a.m. class. That is amazing, but also unfathomable. 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 You know, after this episode, I'll Google it. But you know what I mean. It just doesn't seem realistic. I mean, to be fair, that is feasible for a bunch of people, but just not the wide majority. Do you know what I mean? And also, I feel like these videos would be much more productive and helpful if people understood how all of these extra add-ons and stuff that are being incorporated into their morning routines are supposed to positively impact you. Like, I'll see a video of this girl saying she likes to journal and meditate, but doesn't explain why and the benefits. I don't know. To me, it just feels like it's all for aesthetic and for the person making the video as opposed to making it to inspire other people to create a lasting morning ritual, do you know? I mean, to be fair, it has been scientifically proven that leading a pretty life on social media can lead to a boost in happiness and self-worth. It's sad, but it's true. So maybe that's why the videos are being posted in the first place. Anyway, so reasons that I actually like these videos, I like how the videos show that there's more to your mornings than the bare minimum, like you can make more, and how there's room for growth and even the smallest time frames. Like for me, I used to wake up, change, brush my teeth, grab a granola bar, then just head out the door and that was it. But now, I diffuse lavender and practice restorative yoga before I even leave my room in the morning. And yeah, that does mean that I have to wake up a little bit earlier and go to bed earlier, but it's a trade-off that's well worth it to me. Um, I also love how these videos kind of romanticize life. The mornings might seem like a burden to a lot of you right now, but if you have the opportunity to spice things up and make it something you look forward to, then go for it. 
life is already full of drags and things we hate, so it's so precious and important to find the good and the boring and to enjoy everything you can while you can. So yeah, that girl's morning routine is very intricate. It's a lot of work. There's a lot of steps, but you know, it's something that we're all inspired by. That's why I'm assuming you're here. Um, We want to live a productive life and start our days off on the right note. So we all want that, but let's ignore it for a second, okay? Let's just ignore the whole idea of that girl's morning routine and deconstruct it and focus on the bare necessities before you can even consider adding things like journaling and yoga into your morning routine. It's so important to have mastered like the skeleton, you know, the basics. By understanding the basics and having a firm grasp on them, like waking up at the right time, um, brushing your teeth, like it seems simple, but it's important. You'll see why. It's so much easier to live a more consistent life and have a more consistent morning routine if you can understand those basics first. So first, let's go over the necessities and why they're labeled as such. So the first basic necessity that I think is so important to incorporate into your morning routine is to have everything you can prepare the night before. This is important for things like preparing your clothes, like having them picked out before the next morning, having your lunches prepared, and your bags packed. So if you prepare the night before, you totally forego the stress and the added time of choosing what to wear in the mornings or thinking, oh shoot, I didn't have time to pack lunch, so I'll just skip it or buy something out. Or thinking, oh my god, where are my keys? How am I going to get to work? What am I going to do? By preparing the night before, you eliminate avoidable stress, so then you'll be able to enjoy your mornings more and taking your time, and in a way, you'll benefit your health and your wallet. So if you pack your lunch the night before, you could easily be saving money because you're not forced to buy lunch, But if you aren't even able to buy lunch, that means that you're skipping an entire meal and denying your body the essential nutrients it needs to function. I think about all the times that when I was in school, I was just too lazy to pack a lunch the night before. And then the next morning, I didn't have time to pack a lunch, so I'd skip it and starve. Or I would bring like a bag of chips or a Ziploc of cereal because it was quick and easy. But in reality, that's just a bag of carbs without protein or fat that I need to properly digest the carbs. So my blood sugar would be erratic all day and I just would not perform my best and it would be a mess. And also like if I didn't prepare my clothes the night before, I'd wake up and I'd just be too lazy to look. So then I'd wear sweatpants and a sweatshirt to school. And then like, I don't know about you guys, but when I don't dress my best at school, I kind of feel like not confident and kind of insecure and sure I'm comfortable, but like mentally I'm not, you know? When I'm dressed for success, I have the mindset of success. So I'm like ready to start my day. I'm ready to be productive. So yeah, plan things the night before. Something so simple could save you a bunch of time, money, and benefit your mental and physical health. So the second necessity or bare essential in having a productive morning routine is to wake up at a consistent time every morning. If you have a set schedule for every day like school or work, then it's not too hard to wake up at the same time every day. But if you're someone that lacks that rigid routine, then you might find it to be kind of difficult to wake up at a consistent time every day. And as we know, or as you should know, sleep is so important to living a healthy lifestyle. It's required to heal and repair yourselves. It reduces your chances of disease and disorders. 
it's vital for mental health function and it is a necessity in terms of productivity. But, you know, aside from sleep being important, there's been proven benefits to a fixed wake time. For one, your chances of insomnia and sleep deprivation are greatly reduced. Um, Also, waking up at the same time daily makes it easier to wake up, fall asleep, reduces caffeine dependence, improves alertness, focus, short-term memory, puts you in a brighter mood. You know, you get the gist, okay? There's a lot of good to waking up at a fixed wake time. So consider being consistent in your wake times. Not only does it aid your productivity, but your mental and physical health as well. But... As I said, when I mean, like, wake up early, I don't mean 11 a.m. I mean, like, if you have to be at school at 9, maybe wake up at 6. Yes, that is three hours early. But if you want to add those extra toppings in, like journaling that we'll talk about later, you need the time to do that. And if you're just waking up at, like, 8 and you have to be at school at 9, that's only an hour to rush around and get ready. So... Try to wake up at a consistent wake time that gives you enough time to actually enjoy your mornings. So the third basic necessity that I find to be imperative for a healthy and productive morning routine is to make your bed. I have heard and I've made the decade-old excuse of, I just don't have time in the mornings to make my bed. Trust me, you do. Okay, you do. And if you don't, then maybe you're cutting it a bit too close in the mornings or you have way too many pillows on your bed and it takes you a while to fix your bed because trust me, I've been there. But at most, it should probably take you like five minutes to make your bed and it really is important to add this to your routine. But why? For one, you're starting your day off completing a task and while it may seem small, you've already crossed off one thing to do and that'll give you a sense of accomplishment and pride and it'll make it easier for you to complete other tasks throughout the day. So you're like setting your day up for success. Another thing is that making your bed helps keep your room tidy. And if you're like me, you might find that your room somehow gets messy really quick, which happens all, like all the time to me. But um, making your bed is a quick way to make it look tidier. And when you see that your bed, you know, the centerpiece of your room is clean, then chances are you'll most likely feel pressured to keep the rest of your room tidy as well. Um, also expressed in the book, The Power of Habit by Charles Duhigg, making your bed in the morning increases your productivity as it becomes a keystone habit. And by that, Duhigg means that this event will kickstart a chain of other good decisions that you make throughout the day. And lastly, you'll just, you'll feel better, okay? Your bedroom is your safe haven. I mean, it is estimated that you'll spend like a third of your life in your bedroom, so... When you're surrounded by mess, disorganization, clutter, it's really difficult to feel calm, tranquil, productive, and grounded. It's actually been shown that making your bed in the morning is one of the most simple and most common changes you can make to improve your happiness. A made bed is a quick and easy way to create a sense of tranquility, so give it a shot. It really does help. I personally love it. My bed's made right now, and my dogs are sleeping in it, but like, Seeing that makes me want to make sure the rest of my room is clean and it makes me feel like I'm starting my day off, you know, like I'm done with the morning, now it's time to get my day started. So the fourth bare necessity that I find to be critical in creating a productive and healthy morning routine is to take care of your hygiene. And yeah, that might seem like a basic and obvious necessity, but some people struggle with this and before you judge and assume it's because they don't care about their hygiene or it's because they're lazy 
Sometimes life gets to be so difficult for people that completing even the simplest of tasks takes an army. And if that's you, consider this your sign. Um, In the mornings, it's really important for your health and confidence to brush your teeth, follow a skincare routine, and style your hair. And it's for obvious reasons, like brushing your teeth promotes healthy gums and dental health. So you'll smile with more confidence, you know, and just be a healthier individual. Skincare is also important for a lot of reasons, depending on what you're incorporating into your skincare routine. And depending on your needs, you know, if you have hormonal acne, if you have cystic acne, whatever it is, or just like dry skin. I'll make a whole other episode about skincare and stuff, but for now, just know that washing your face is a way to wake up in the mornings and get rid of the sweat or oil that you've accumulated overnight. But don't forget to moisturize and apply sunscreen. Um, Brushing and styling your hair is also an easy way to feel confident and also look at the blood vessels under your scalp flowing to promote hair growth. So that's something to think about. Um, And if you prefer showering in the mornings, do that. I know that if I work out in the mornings, I tend to shower in the mornings. But if my workouts are at night, then I'll shower at night, you know. So the fifth bare necessity that I find to be crucial in creating a productive morning routine is to change out of your PJs. But I get it. If you work from home or if it's the weekend or if you do not have a uniform for school or work, then it is so tempting to just roll out of bed and wear your PJs all day. But let me tell you, that is one of the most toxic habits you could form for yourself. By changing out of your PJs, you're mentally separating your relaxation time from your productive time. You are preparing to get into the right mindset for a new day by wearing fresh new clothing designated for working. Fashion psychologist Don Karen even said, and I quote, We associate each place and each role in our lives with a uniform. It's typically hard for us to feel productive in PJs because the uniform of PJs is not associated with productivity. However, if you really don't see the need to dress up for working from home or for a lazy day, it's still ideal to change out of your sleeping PJs. But you don't necessarily need to change into a work outfit. Just try changing into a set of fresh PJs for a fresh start, you know? You're still dressing comfortably, but by changing out of your sleepwear, you're continuing a regular routine. Okay, I'm sorry. (laughs) I was recording this, but then someone left a really nice comment on the Instagram, so I got distracted. Anyway, okay. So, the sixth bare necessity for having a productive morning routine is to eat breakfast. And I know that you've definitely heard the saying before that breakfast is the most important meal of the day, but it's true. Um, Think about it. You just went 8 to 12 hours or so the night before without eating or drinking a single thing because you were sleeping, obviously. You better have been sleeping. Um, so your blood sugar is low, you're groggy, and you're slightly dehydrated, and your body is starved of nutrients. So breakfast is vital to refuel your system with the energy that it needs for a day of productivity. But not only that, breakfast is so important to boost your brain power and your focus, as well as prevent illnesses like obesity, type 2 diabetes, and cardiovascular disease. But if you're also like me, and you have a hormone imbalance like PCOS, then it's important to eat a well-balanced breakfast to start your day off with a balanced blood sugar level. From my own experience, I would skip breakfast for like two main reasons, and either I was not hungry or I just couldn't find enough time in the mornings, but those are really easy fixes. 
what I did to fix the whole issue of not being hungry was I would bring my breakfast to go because I know that I would eventually get hungry later on, like an hour or two down the line. Um, I also gave myself a savory and a sweet option for breakfast in case I woke up feeling sick at the idea of eating something sweet, but all I had prepared the night before was pre-cut fruit and honey with yogurt. And also, what I did to fix the issues of not having enough time for breakfast was I would prepare my breakfast the night before. So either I would hard-boil eggs, or I would pre-cut fruit or potatoes and veggies, or I would fully cook all the parts of my breakfast burrito and then just reheat them and assemble it the next morning. So, yeah, after a long history of eating problems, I realized just how important breakfast is and... Now I really do try to prioritize this meal and since I have been I feel like my energy throughout the day has improved and lasted me so much longer and honestly I can read my body more because of it. Like before I would never eat breakfast and I was just always crappy and grumpy and I wouldn't get my day started on the right note and I just wasn't productive but then when I started to eat breakfast I was more in tune with my body and its functions and everything And when I did that consistently, if I skipped breakfast, I was able to think, oh my god, like the reason that I feel like shit is because I didn't eat anything. Hmm, maybe there's like a connection there? I don't know. So yeah, it really is important. Um, For me, at least I've understood that. Maybe you haven't yet, but just give it a shot. It really is important. Um, You know, in particular, I used to suffer from binge eating disorder. And I've also found that when I don't eat breakfast, I would almost always binge at night. But When I do eat breakfast, I tend to feel satiated evenly throughout the day and I didn't feel a need to binge at night. So if you're suffering with that, maybe this is something to really think about and try, you know, just try to prioritize breakfast. It will definitely help in some way or another. So the seventh necessity for a productive morning routine is to drink a glass of water. It's not a secret that drinking water is a necessity of life, but... You know, sometimes we forget to drink when we're busy and preoccupied, so just remember that by drinking a glass of water first thing in the morning, you're getting that much-needed hydration the second you can, and you're setting yourself up for a successful day. Drinking water first thing in the morning has proven health benefits like improving skin appearance and boosting mood. So yeah, just first thing you do when you wake up, maybe have a water bottle or a glass of water on your nightstand. So yeah, when you wake up first thing in the morning, you just reach over and take a gulp, you know, drink the whole thing if you can, and that'll get everything flowing immediately, you know? And also, you just feel mentally better, like you're starting your day off doing something healthy. So, the eighth and final necessity I find to be really important, which is, okay, this is going to sound kind of dumb, but trust me, it does help, is to open your blinds. Um, If you're able to, opening your blinds in the morning when you wake up, you'll be able to see the sunrise or you'll get some natural sunlight in. And it's a great way to remind yourself that today is a new day and you're granted a fresh start. Um, And it really does help with your mental health. It helps with mine, at least. And now I can't live without it. When I wake up, I open the blinds and I just take a deep breath. And I just reiterate to myself, yesterday happened and today is a new day to make it my own. And, you know, sometimes there's it'll be dark, you know. If it's winter, it's dark in the morning usually. But think about it, the birds are still chirping because they wake up quite early regardless of the sun. And think about it, you're waking up before a lot of the world is, even before the sun. So you're getting the most out of your morning by starting off early. So enjoy that brief period of peace and quiet 
that the dark has to offer before the world becomes chaotic and before the sun begins to wake. So yeah, once you have the bare necessities locked in, then you're ready to spice it up. This is the part that that girl glorifies in her videos and what you've all been waiting for. So, but also, okay, disclaimer, before I get into the extra activities, you don't need to do all of these things or even one to be healthy or to be considered that girl. As always, your routine is called your routine for a reason. It's tailored to your needs and to your schedule. So if you see someone that does more than you, keep in mind that they have more time and it might work for them, okay? But that doesn't mean it's going to work for you. And that is not a bad thing at all. Everyone is so different and unique. And also, as life goes on, your schedule will change. So whether it's because you got a new job and you have to be up earlier, or maybe you're just tired of the same old routine and you demand change, whatever it is, your routine can change depending on your wants and needs. So don't feel locked in, you know, experiment, try new things out and see what works. So without further ado, let's get into the different activities you can do to spice up your morning routine to further challenge and progress yourself. So the first and probably simplest change you can make to kind of spice up your morning routine is to stretch. We talked about this in that girl's exercise routine episode, but as a reminder, stretching is a vital exercise for a bunch of different reasons. Um, stretching first thing in the morning is a great way to uncoil your body after a night of tossing and turning or just staying stiff. Um, for me, what I do is I'll wake up and I'll either make my bed and then I'll lay on it or I'll go on the floor with a yoga mat and I'll just totally strep my, strep, I'll stretch my hip flexors, I'll stretch out my arms, my legs, everything, just to fully wake up in the morning and get my body moving and, is it limber? Is that the word I'm thinking of? I think it is. But I guess kind of get myself all loose. That sounds so gross. Get, you know, get ready for the day. Stretching is good. That's the key takeaway. <laughs> anyway, um, another thing you can do in the mornings to make the most of your morning routine is yoga. And as we said in that girl's exercise routine episode, yoga is incredible for both the mental and physical health. And there are tons of different types of yoga based on what your ultimate goal is. I'll name a few, but not all of them. But um, I'm sorry if I pronounce any of them wrong. I, I really do apologize. So there's Hatha, which is good for beginners at a slow pace. There's Bikram, which is hot yoga. You've definitely heard of that probably. Um, Ashtanga, which is one of my favorites, is a bit more intensive and has a traditional set of poses. There's Yin Yoga, which is I, what I like to do in the mornings. And that is slow and it targets the deep connected tissue. And then there's Vinyasa. No, Vinyasa which is what you're probably most familiar with, and that uses smooth, connective transitions between poses. Taking some time to practice while the world is still tranquil and the sun is rising is a great way to start off your day liberated with better circulation, reduced anxiety and inflammation, increased flexibility, and just so much more. And there are plenty of videos you can watch for free on YouTube for morning yoga, as well as some apps, some books you can read, things like that. Um, I know that, I don't know who it is, but I watched this like 15 minute yoga sequence on YouTube for yin yoga that I do in the mornings. It's really nice. Um, I think maybe I'll link it in the bio. Yeah, I'll link it in the episode bio so you guys can check it out if that interests you. So a third thing you can do that I have on this list to kind of spice up your morning routine is meditation. And we've all heard of meditation, but 
What is it really? Meditation isn't about being emotionless or in a trance. It's a way to find a healthy perspective without outside distractions. It's a habitual process you perform to train your mind to focus and redirect. It's a way to observe your emotions while reserving your own judgment. It's just it's being raw and mindful and self-aware. Meditation has been known to reduce stress, control anxiety, promote emotional health and awareness, reduce age-related memory loss, improve sleep, control pain, and even decrease blood pressure. So there are a lot of physical and emotional and mental health benefits that meditation can provide you with. So it's just an incredible practice. And it's so easy to feel rushed in the mornings, but just by taking a moment to yourself for as little as five minutes in the morning is such a healthy way to start your day off with reduced stress and anxiety and a better overall mood and a better sense of self-awareness. So just like yoga, there are plenty of apps and YouTube videos and books you can read that will teach you how to meditate in order to reach certain goals. Um, I personally don't meditate as much as I could. I've been more so focusing on stretching and yoga, but you know, to each their own. That's what I like to do. But my friends that have, uh, sorry, my dog is in my lap. My friends that do meditate every morning just rave about it and say how incredible it is and how they cannot get enough. So if this sounds interesting to you, definitely check that out. The fourth activity that I totally stand by all the time and I love is journaling. I have so much I could say about journaling. I love it. It's a great way to write down any kind of emotions or issues you've been having. And kind of like you would talk to a therapist, you just get everything out there. And then once your head is clear, your soul is empty of anything horrible, you can read it back with a clear mind and decide your course of action on how to cope with these emotions or how to deal with these issues. So it's a really reflective and healthy exercise for some self-reflection. It's also a great way to track your own personal progress and growth as well as achieve goals, find inspiration, strengthen your memory, improve your writing and communication skills, and reduce overall anxiety. And for me, at least, I found that it's really fun to go back and read old entries and relive them, or even learn from them. And sometimes you might write some things down that are painful to think about, but as you age and you learn from your past self, you'll be able to go back and look at those more difficult situations and realize how far you've come from them and how you've overcome those difficulties and you've learned. And that's a beautiful thing. Adding journaling to your morning routine is a great activity for you to start your day off with clearing your head, finding your priorities, and gaining some self-insight. Just, it's always so healthy to start your day off by being open and honest with yourself. And there are tons of different journaling types. There's dream journals, diaries, bullet journals, gratitude journals, and to-do list journals. So research what you think you'd like to get into. There are plenty of options and you don't need to limit yourself to just one, okay? Journaling could take you anywhere from five to 10 minutes and it's so worth it. For me, I prefer to diary journal at night. So I'll take my day from that day and just discuss it all while it's still fresh in my mind. And then I'll use the mornings to write down some dreams that I've had for some self-reflection and to break down their meanings. And I'll also use the mornings to write some things I'm thankful for, you know, gratitude, to remind me of how grateful I should be and how thankful and blessed I am. And I'll also use the mornings to make a to-do list of things I'd like to accomplish throughout the day. Um, 
the way that I got into it was I would honestly watch a lot of like bullet journal videos because I love art and I feel like bullet journaling is really pretty but I just never had the time to get into it but I still love the idea of journaling. So I looked at other people on Pinterest who were writing in their journals and what they were writing and I got inspiration you know I picked up a pretty journal from I think Marshalls or something when I was younger and it just sat in my room but I think like a year ago, I was like, screw it. I really should use this. It could really help me. So yeah, I started a diary journal and then I guess would spell everything out. And it wasn't always the prettiest thing. It was messy handwriting and maybe I cried during it or maybe I laughed. It just was a way to express my emotions without the fear of judgment. And then then I started to do like gratitude journaling where I'd write three things down that I love and I'm thankful for. And then I started to do to-do lists and yeah, I guess it, I got my, I worked my way into it slowly, but I love it. I think journaling is so healthy, and if you seem interested in it, try it. It's super helpful, and I think you'd love it like I do. The fifth thing you can do for your morning routine is to take supplements, and if you're one of those people that thinks that this does not pertain to them because you eat a healthy and well-balanced diet, this still pertains to you because to no fault of your own, a lot of the commercial produce that we purchase from the grocery stores or the farmer's markets, they lack a lot of the necessary nutrients and minerals that we require due to the poor soil quality that they're grown in. So regardless of who you are, it's super important to take supplements for the vitamins and minerals that you're lacking in your diet. But please, before you go off and take a bunch of random pills, go to your physician first to get blood work done and see what you're missing. Because if you just take random stuff, you could be doing more harm than good. Or you can even be wasting your money on a supplement that you don't even need. Um, if, also, if you're plant-based or vegan, you might need a supplement for B12, calcium, and iron. But, you know, once again, consult your doctor first. For me personally, I take D-Cairo inositol for my PCOS. And I purchase my pills from Wholesome Story. They are a great company that's all about hormone imbalances. So, if that pertains to you, check them out. Um, I also use Care Of for my cranberry pill, my multivitamins, and my magnesium. So if you're looking for a more variety-based brand, I recommend Care Of just because they also um, have compostable containers or like packets that the pills come in. And I love me some compost, okay? Um, but for me, I didn't know the true benefits of taking supplements on your body and how you'd feel until I listened to this podcast by What the Fuck is CMOS. It's such a great episode. It's all about supplements, all that fun stuff. And I'll link it in the episode bio. It's such a great episode. You would love it. If supplements seem like something that you'd be interested in getting to know more, getting into, check out this episode. The sixth thing you can do is to exercise. And if you haven't listened to my episode about that girl's exercise routine, go check it out. But... Hopefully you already know that there are definitely a lot of benefits to exercise as well as benefits to the different types of exercises, but I'm not going to go back into it. You can go reference the episode if you need to. There are also a lot of benefits to working out in the morning, like an increased alertness, better focus, more overall energy throughout the day, regulated sleep schedule, and blood glucose control. Personally, I love waking up and working out first thing in the morning because it allows me to fully wake up and to properly prepare myself for the day by both stimulating and pushing myself first thing. Also, I know myself well enough to know that when I push off working out until after a long day of work or school, I have the toxic habit of usually making up an excuse as to why I deserve a rest day, even though I've had like 12 in a row. 
and why I shouldn't have to work out that day. And that's just not good. So working out first thing in the morning holds myself accountable and that's why I prefer it. And if you're like me and you do tend to have eating problems, especially first thing in the morning, exercising in the a.m. can definitely muster up an appetite. So there are a lot of benefits to working out in the morning. Just find a reason. The seventh thing you can do is listen to music, a podcast, or a TED Talk. There is something so rewarding and productive about stimulating your brain first thing in the morning to get your brain and day started. Sometimes listening to music is enough to elevate your mood, but if you want to challenge yourself and start your day off by using your brain and learning something new, try listening to a podcast or a TED Talk even. You'll start your day off by feeling productive and accomplished, as well as with a new tidbit of information you can use as a conversation starter. Plus, you can listen while you're doing other parts of your morning routine, so it's not like taking a huge chunk out of your morning routine just to like be attentive. Just turn it on and start cooking or getting dressed or brushing your teeth. The eighth thing has to do with finding a balance when it comes to checking social media, emails, and texts first thing in the morning. It's been widely known that it's not a great idea to go into social media first thing, and I have to agree. For one, it can be really overwhelming to go from a peaceful sleep state to being awake and seeing what everyone else is already doing, what they already did, the news in your country, as well as the news of the other countries, who broke up with whom, who's dating whom, you know, the drill. It's exhausting and definitely overstimulating. Also, your willpower is at its peak in the morning. So if you decide to go on your social media binge first thing and start on that spiral of laying in bed and scrolling, that'll completely drain your willpower tank real fast, leaving you feeling like shit and making poor decisions. And as we know, social media is so fake. It's so, so fake. And it's really easy to get our feelings hurt on there. And yeah, it's unavoidable, but it is avoidable to start your day off on that note. So don't let yourself feel sour for the rest of the day by making a decision that you could have avoided in the first place. But at the same time, I don't think it's necessarily realistic to totally ban social media on your phone until after your morning routine. And if you can't for a justified reason, then that's okay. I always have to check to see if I have a missed call or a text from anyone first thing in the morning for emergencies, you know? That's how I get my morning started in case somebody needed me last night and I didn't hear it. Like, just to be sure, I get to check. And then after I make my bed and do my hygiene and all that fun stuff, then I'll check my podcast, social media, and platform, and then my email for work or school-related things. So it's all about, like, work things. It's not just, like, for fun. And then after I complete my morning routine, then I'll check my social media and go through my phone leisurely, you know? And that's what works for me. The ninth thing to do, which is going to sound bizarre, but just hear me out, is if you have plants, to water them. It's very therapeutic to water your plants first thing, especially while the sun is rising and peeking through your blinds. By watering your plants, you are being responsible for another life and nurturing something every morning to watch it blossom into its full form and reach its potential. It's a great analogy for yourself by making a morning routine that's tailored to you and with the idea of growth and progress in mind, you are nurturing yourself to reach your full potential and watering your plants can remind you of that. And also, it's just a fun way to just start your morning off doing something so pure and innocent and give it a shot you know it's it's sweet and also if your plants are dying you really should water them because come on now 
And the 10th thing to do is to clean up as you go. I would find myself coming home after a long day to a mess in my kitchen and my bedroom because I wasn't cleaning up as I went through my morning routine. So I was forced to pay the price when I got back and saw all of this clutter. Um, if you don't know, clutter hinders productivity and definitely increases anxiety. So try to wake up a little earlier if you have to, to make your bed, do your dishes, and wipe the counters as you go. You'll definitely thank yourself when you come home to a clean house and a clean mind. So that concludes the uh, extra add-ins you can add for your morning routine to spice things up. But I do want to go over some basic routines that you could kind of follow as a guide if you'd like. Um, I'm not going to give you like set times. I'm just going to give you a few ideas of activities to incorporate based on what you'd like to accomplish in the mornings. But it's up to you to tweak them, combine them, create an order or do whatever to make them fit your schedule. And the events I'll give you, they aren't already in a particular order, and I'm not including the basic necessities as we already went over them. So um, you choose a time to wake up. I don't really know when you're supposed to be up, so that's up to you. Some examples of things to tweak are like, if you prefer working out at night, then totally forego the exercises. But if you can, consider stretching because it's always a good idea to properly warm your body up for a day of productivity. So. Yeah, and remember, these are suggestions, not rules. So the first routine is the wellness routine. If you're looking for a well-rounded routine that focuses a lot on the balance between physical, emotional, and mental health, then maybe this routine would be best suited for you. So some things you can do include drink a glass of lemon water or chlorophyll water. That's becoming a big thing. Take your supplements, stretch out, go for a walk or for a run to get your body and cardiovascular system moving. Do some yoga, list three things that you're grateful for and either write them down or say them to yourself. Meditate, sit outside for a few minutes to do some introspection. Listen to music that makes you happy or a podcast discussing wellness culture. Once again, I will always recommend What the Fuck is CMOS. And try out an early morning workout class like Pilates or Spin. The second routine is a self-reflective slash personal growth routine. If you're looking for one that's really focused on learning more about yourself, your capabilities, your aspirations, and doing a lot of growth, then maybe this routine is for you. The first thing I recommend is to make a list of things to accomplish for the day. Um, keep a journal to record growth, ideas, progress. Write down 10 ideas you might have. Take 5 to 10 minutes every morning to learn a new language. Rosetta Stone is a great opportunity if you can afford it. Um, designate time to work on a side hustle, listen to a self-help podcast, make a list of new things to try, and do one of them each morning if you have time. Try out a new breakfast recipe and create a productivity plan for yourself. The third routine is an art-based routine. If you're looking for a healthy routine but looking to start your day off on a creative note, then maybe this is for you. This sounds weird to be dedicating your entire morning to art, but artist block is a very real thing and maybe it's because your art juices haven't been flowing early enough in the day or maybe you're in a field of work or school where your creativity is being repressed, suppressed, repressed, I don't know, and you're looking to make even the slightest bit of time for something that makes you genuinely happy, so we got you. You can keep a dream journal. Listen to music that makes you feel emotion, sketch, paint, or take photos for 5 to 10 minutes every morning based on your ideal medium. 
Like if you sketch or paint, maybe try illustrating the same object every day to document your progress. You could also get your body moving to clear your brain, make a list of what you have to accomplish for the day, you know, get out of the morning grog, and try a new hairstyle or an expressive outfit to get your creativity going, you know? So the fourth routine is a nature routine. If you're a very outdoorsy person and you look for any chance you get to connect to nature, or if you're in a situation where you find it hard to get outside even though you want to more than anything, try starting off your morning connecting to the natural world. You could go for a sunrise hike or walk, and that doesn't need to be every day. And while doing that, you can bring your coffee or your tea or your breakfast to fully enjoy nature. And try sipping your coffee or tea and fully enjoy it. This is a meditation called the Tea Ceremony, which is rooted in Zen Buddhism. And it's all about taking time to slowly brew a cup of tea and sip it with intention, rather than doing so rushed and on the go. You could have a playlist ready that makes you want to get outside. I have a hiking playlist that I live by. Um, Open your blinds and your windows to hear the birds. You could diffuse essential oils because, let's face it, essential oils are just plant magic. You could meditate or perform yoga outside if possible. And try rising with the sun. You know, you could honor the rhythm of the season and sync your circadian cycle to that of Mother Nature. Consider sun salutations. I love sun salutations. It's such a fun way to just honor the sun. Um, you could water your plants um, or even read transcendental, trans, transcendental literature and poetry. Sorry, I always get that wrong. Which is poetry written by people during the transcendental time period that's focused on the natural world. I said that word wrong a couple times. So, transcendental. Well, I think that's right. <laughs> So yeah, those are just a few examples of morning routines. You can always switch them up, combine them, as I said, so don't feel limited. So now that we've gone through morning routines and ideas, how do you keep them consistent? While it's exciting to start a new routine, it can be difficult to keep up with them sometimes, you know. Sometimes we wake up late and we feel frazzled and thrown off, or sometimes we skip a morning workout, or sometimes we forget our breakfast at home. Mistakes happen. As always, we're just human beings trying our best. We slip up, we fall back, but at the end of the day, it's your choice to not let that hiccup discourage you. Forgive yourself, show yourself some mercy, you're on a wellness and lifestyle change that's meant to last you forever. And if that's the case, it's totally unrealistic for you to be perfect for the rest of your life. There's even a book by Joey Green that's a compilation of really successful people's lives and how they had to fail to get to where they are now. If you want to read it, it's titled The Road to Success is Paved with Failure. Actually, I'm linking it in the bio too if you want to check it out. So yeah, if you mess up your morning routine, don't feel like, oh, well, I already woke up late, so I might as well just sleep in and have a lazy day. Or, well, I skipped breakfast, so I might as well just skip lunch too and eat a big dinner. Keep going. Do what you would have done had there been no mistake. It's up to you to keep going. So here are just a few ways that I find to be helpful when I've been trying to keep my routine consistent. The first is to make a physical vision board. Okay, so I got this idea way back in 2010 when I saw that movie 16 Wishes, you know, with Debbie Ryan. And her character had made a list of 16 wishes that she had for her 16th birthday. And for some reason, I loved the concept. Not really the wishes that she had, but... I loved how much effort she put into creating this cute little list of things that she was striving for with pretty markers and stickers and all that fun stuff. 
So when I found out what a vision board is, I fell in absolute love, okay? If you don't know what a vision board is, it's literally just a visual representation of your hopes and your dreams. And when I used to work at Dick's Sporting Goods, I had to make one for that for my job a few years back. And I just had a lot of fun with it. It was so cute. Um, I found out that a lot of people actually make vision boards on their Pinterest accounts, but it doesn't work for me when it's on my phone or my computer. I have periods where I forget that I even have Pinterest, so if I made a vision board, I'd never see it. And personally, as a visualizer and someone that's very hands-on, I found that taking the time and energy to physically choose, draw, take, or print photos, as well as write out my dreams and paste them in a beautiful mess of a collage is a very creative way to manifest my dreams. And it's fun, you know, it's kind of childish, but in a fun way, like you're connecting to your inner child. If you do this, put the finished board somewhere that your eyes will land on it at least once a day. So on the inside or outside of your closet door, on your wall, your desk, ceiling, whatever. But at the same time, no one needs to see it. It's for you and only you if you want it to be. By seeing all of your goals and aspirations in a collage every morning, you're constantly reminded of what you're waking up for, you know? Sometimes I wake up and feel like, ugh, I'll just skip my workout. But then I'll look at my vision board and I'm like, okay, well... One day, I would like to own an animal sanctuary and one that's full of dogs and working out will allow me to walk these dogs and keep up with them. So, you know what? No, I'm not going to skip this workout. It's a weird example, but hopefully you get the gist. Your vision board can have pictures and representations of goals pertaining to your career, hobbies, health, self-improvement, travel, relationships, finances, and more. And you can add or take away from it as often as you like. Or just completely start over if your goals have changed. No one's holding you back from what you want to do. And if you think this is something immature and not what a grown woman would do, kindly keep that opinion to yourself while I use my crayons and magazine cutouts to make a pretty, pretty poster even when I'm 78 years old. Anyway, the second one is making it fun. Let's be real, not every aspect of wellness is fun. Sometimes we have to force ourselves to create habits for our own good, whether it's eating breakfast every day after years of skipping it, or taking a moment to self-reflect after years of self-neglect. However, sometimes you need to get out of your comfort zone and make yourself uncomfortable in order to grow and progress. That being said, your morning routine should still be fun. I mean, sure, it might suck waking up earlier than you have been doing for a while, but... If your morning routine is fun and something you enjoy participating in, then maybe waking up early would be worth it. Personally, I love waking up early now and taking some time to stretch and self-reflect before anyone else is awake. It's a chance where I can focus on me and only me before the responsibilities I have start calling my name. And I crave my alone time and the morning is a prime time to have it. And also, I have a lot of fun when I walk my dogs. Yeah, it's It's cold now because it's winter, or almost winter, and it can be tempting to stay in bed for a little while longer and just let the dogs roam in my yard, but the feeling of completing a walk with my best friends is completely unmatched. The third thing you can do is to make it pretty. One thing we love but hate about the whole background morning routine videos is how pretty and glamorous they make the creator's morning seem. We hate it because it promotes the idea that in order to be that girl, you have to have a gloriously productive morning every morning without missing a single beat. 
And as I've been saying this whole time, that's not the case. Social media is just a hoax. Not everyone is going to have time to run a 5K, read seven chapters in their self-help book, and eat a macro-balanced breakfast all before work at 7 a.m. However, it's been scientifically proven that leading a beautiful life releases the neurotransmitter dopamine, or the feel-good chemical, within the brain. In other words, living a life you find to be pretty, whether that means wearing pretty clothes or organizing your oatmeal to look presentable, will boost your mood and make you feel happy. So, if you want a way to make you feel good first thing in the morning, make sure your morning routine is full of visual appeal. So, go out and make a blueberry smiley face on your pancakes, or wear that cute and sustainable PJ set, or even just put up paintings you find to be stunning up on your wall so that you see something beautiful every time you wake up. And the fourth and final thing is to start off slow. Just like all drastic changes, you have to dip a toe in and test the waters before fully jumping in. If you want to make a fast change, by all means, just go in head first. But when I say fast change, I didn't say lasting change. If you just totally change what you've been doing for years in the span of a day, you'll find that once your motivation for a packed morning routine runs out, you'll have no discipline to keep going. First, get your necessities down pat before you add or subtract anything from your routine. Make sure you wake up at the same time, make your bed, brush your teeth, and actually eat a hearty breakfast before anything else. Then, once you're consistent with that, try adding a thing or two into your morning routine. Then, after you've gotten into that habit, after about two weeks, consider adding in another aspect to your routine and so on. Studies show that it takes about two weeks to make an activity a habit, so if you stick it out the two weeks after making a change, then you're ready for the next change. And that concludes today's episode. I hope you've learned something from these tips, but before we tune out though, just a few things, please don't leave yet. Um, I really hate how the second episode of this podcast turned out. You know, it's the That Girl's a Fashionista, her environmental impact episode. Um, it's personally my favorite topic because I'm a huge environmentalist, but just the editing was rough and I would sometimes be embarrassed to recommend this podcast to anyone because I would get scared that they would listen to that and hate it so much and they would just give up on the whole podcast altogether and like not give it a good listen. So I'm going to re-record that. Um, the new version will be out and I'll let you guys know on the Instagram when it is out so you guys can listen to it again if you'd like, if that sounds like something you're interested in. I don't know. Um, Also, don't forget, it's the holiday season, so if you're looking for a gift for a friend, a family member, or just to treat yourself, consider checking out the link in the episode bio for some sustainable brands. The spreadsheet is not complete yet, but it still contains a list of amazing brands to shop from that offer great quality items. Um, They have great sales going on right now because it is the holiday season, and everything there is really unique, and there's a ton of variety. And lastly, thank you all for listening. I Once again, I really appreciate every single one of you, and I love how we interact together. I mean, we really are best friends, and I just love talking to you. So please, please, please reach out if you have questions, concerns, or just want to talk. The holiday season, while it can be fun, it can also be really stressful, and sometimes you just want to talk to someone. So I'm here. Anyway, if you enjoyed this episode, please consider giving us a good review in the Apple Podcast Store. And if you hated it, please slide into my Instagram DMs. They're always open to hear you out. The Instagram is at so you want to be that girl. So please slide in. Um, I love you guys so much, and I cannot wait to talk to you guys again next Tuesday. See you then. Bye.